All right, so uh, if, you, uh, we, if you have been with us on this journey, we are in our, in our last lesson for our foundations class. So, um, so uh, well done. Um, pat yourself on the back. Um, okay, so um, this will just mostly be a review um, and a way of basically tying all the pieces together. Okay, so um, all right, so just as a reminder, um, what we've been doing, uh, all right, second slide, we, we've been trying to develop three tools that help us, um, help us do uh, what we would call uh, cultural engagement. Okay, it's a way of saying, hey, how do I relate to the world? Okay, and we say like, and how you answer that question, um, we, we, if you were here with us last week, a lot of it has, uh, we, the people have answered that question differently. But there are some basic things that all churches, uh, any community, any church community needs to um, sort of do, uh, at least, at least if, they were to, if, if they're really taking this question seriously. All right? And so we said for our purposes, we said that one of the things that we, we can do, at least to kind of get us started, this is a foundations class, this is not meant to be exhaustive, all right? So, but if, you are, if, you're, if you'll be here, in the, hopefully in the coming weeks and months, and maybe we've already done a little bit of this through some of our city forums and, um, and maybe some other classes that we'll be doing in the, in the, in the future, we'll, you know, we, we can go a lot deeper. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's a worthwhile um, endeavor if, uh, if, we, if we did. But, but for today, at least for, at least for this, this series, um, we, we are really doing some very uh, basic, big picture, groundwork on what is it, on how best to answer this question, okay? And so for that, for if, if with that in mind, we said there are three tools that we can develop, all right? First is our tool of identity, discerning our identity between ourselves as church members and as kingdom citizens. What does that mean? We'll, we'll try to do, talk, talk a little bit about that again today. Uh, and then our second is our worldview. How do we understand the story of the world? Um, Right, I said that if you were to think about the first one is the, the, the first one is a tool is imagine yourself looking in a mirror, all right? And if you are thinking of yourself looking in the mirror, the second one is you're looking through a window and you're saying, as I look out into the world, I see people living out of different stories. That's what a worldview just simply means. It's a way of looking at things. It's a story that people have believed that says this explains how I am to live in the world. Now, a lot of times we don't, we don't, it's not that conscious. Uh, a lot of what we would call a worldview is, is absorbed through practices. Um, we don't, we, 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 you're not, it's not a philosophy that you sort of, uh, sort of uh, get and say, hey, I'm, I, I like this. Um, a lot of it comes from the, the cultures in which we, um, which we grew up in. A lot of it comes from the practices that we have been um, uh, sort of baptized into. Uh, and right, you live in Oxford, okay? I mean, if if you don't know anything about Ole Miss and football, right? That's weird, right? Because you have been baptized, you have been brought into that, right? Uh, whether kicking and screaming or whether voluntary with open arms, it doesn't matter, right? You're 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 there, um, and and that's simply because you are immersed in something and you develop a view about that something, okay? So that's how worldviews work. Okay, so for us, we say that, of course, our worldview is the scriptures, and so we said that that has a particular story, <clears throat> and part of learning to develop that tool is to, in some ways, to continually recalibrate ourselves to the biblical story, the biblical worldview, 
all right? That's, so that's our second tool. And then the third one is on how best do we approach this whole thing called culture. Uh, when you start thinking about that topic, um, what, is it, what is the best way for us to, uh, to approach that? And we said that churches have answered that question differently. And, not all, and, and they're not all bad. They all have strengths. They all have weaknesses. But for our purposes, we want to try to find a way of moving forward um, with all those approaches in mind. All right? Okay. So for our review purposes, all right, let's, let's, let's sort of, because this has been three months, so let's wind the clock back a little bit. And let's get back to um, the, earlier, the earlier thing that we, st that we started, right? We st started ta talking about um, how do we distinguish between why is it important for us to know the difference between um, being part of the church and being part of God's kingdom, okay? How do those two, 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 uh, do, uh, two things relate? So, right, so the next slide, we should, so this, this one has to do with what is the church? And we said that the church equals God's people, all right? So... That's why when we talk about the church, we, we really don't, we, 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 when we say I attend church, really technically what you're saying is I attend a church service. You, you cannot attend church. Um, it's, like, it's like saying I attend my family. Um, it doesn't work, okay? You, you are, you're, either part of, you're either part of it or you're, or you're not. All right, so when, we, so when we use that word, we're using it in a shorthand way, okay? And so what we want to try to reshape a little bit is to say that when you talk about, when we talk about the church, we are talking about a people, a group of people, all right? A good way to talk about it, it is, the, it is, it is God's people is the church gathered. We use the term institutional. All right, there are formal things that you do. All right, today, if you were in the first service, you know that we had uh, new members. All right, new members go through a formal process of becoming part of it. Okay, there, 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 is, there is a way of becoming part of it. We, we, and, and if you've noticed that a lot of what we do whenever, when, wherever the life of the church intersects with God's people, it's, it's, it's kind of formalized. Right, we have baptism. There's a rite, right? There's a ritual for by which children of believers uh, become part of the church. Okay, we ritualize that. Uh, when we talk about the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, right? Less, uh, less always goes through this idea of fencing the table, right? What that 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 that, that in some ways there is a there is a uh, a framework that's being placed around this thing call baptism, but we invite everybody to come, right? But it's formalized, right? We, we, it's instituted, if you will, okay? So, it, you, and, you can, and you can go through the list of all the things that we do, right? When new members, we have a class. Uh, and, and so what we're saying is there is a structure, a shape that we put around this thing called, what does it mean to be part of God's people? Okay? And so that's what we mean when we say that. And so what the church is to be about is to be things that what the church is, has always done. Okay? We talk about the preaching of the gospel, the preaching of the word, the sacraments, the church discipline, discipleship. Right? That's what a church is supposed to do. Um, and whatever and wherever you go in the world... Regardless of the culture, 
right? Doesn't matter, right? Regardless of whether you're here where everybody speaks English, uh, or whether you go to another place where nobody does, whether people look like you, they don't look like you, it doesn't matter. The church in every age, in every place, across time, has always been called to do these things, okay? And, and so we want to be faithful to do those things here, okay? And that's what the church is supposed to do, okay? All right, now, next slide, all right? So the next slide is we say, well, what does it mean when we talk about God's kingdom, right? We call this whole foundations thing, uh, we use the term kingdom, all right? And all that simply means is, simply short way is, if the church is God's people, the kingdom is God's rule, right? A way is to think about it is that is the church scattered, right? Somebody's a lot cleverer than this way. We wanted to, wanted to find of alliterating, right? All right. So here, here they go, right? So God, the church is the, the if the church is if, uh, if when we talk about the church, it's God's people gathered. Uh, when we talk about kingdom, is God's people scattered, okay? And it is what we would say is the rather than we talking about it as an institution. We are talking about it as something that is organic, all right? It, in the, right? That, that's why we don't send people out from here. Um, you, when you go do your job, you, you are not on an errand of Christ's press, right? You're not, all right? That means there are some things that we are very specific about within this institution of church, but when you are engaged in kingdom work, not church work, but kingdom work, when you are doing kingdomly, th things kingdomly, um, those are things that, that something that Christians do. All right, now, the, the, ma the, the main thing that, that, that I wanna emphasize here is, is not, is not to think of this as group and outside as individual, all right? I think that, you know, when we talk about something that's gathered, we say, well, we're all here together, but then when we're out there, we're just sort of individuals just out there just doing our own thing. Um, no, right? In other words, we, we, we band with other Christians uh, wherever we are. Now, sometimes that might be a, um, we might find many believers, um, but sometimes not, all right? And so what we, want to, uh, what, what we want to say is there is a difference between the two, but they're related in the fact that we are being discipled in the church in order to do kingdom things, okay? So when we talk about discipleship or when we talk about spiritual formation, that's one of the terms that we use here, all we're saying is that that is a way of equipping, that's what a church does, right? Remember we said that the, key, that the church is the impetus, it's the base camp, right? It's the place where you come to be trained. It is a place where you come to be encouraged. It's the place where you come to encourage other people. But then what you, are, what you do, what I do, what we do is we are, we are then sent out, right? Um, I, don't, I didn't have the scripture passage here, but if you, if you, if you, if you go to Matthew 28, um, during the, in the Great Commission, um, I don't know whether you've noticed in that passage, but, you, but, but you, you know, we always read from verse 18, where it says, go into all the world. But if you back up and you read the first two verses, it says that Jesus called his disciples to himself. Right? He, in, in other words, he gathers and then he scatters. 
All right? So within the Great Commission, we have the framework of this church kingdom relationship. All right? You, you cannot be scattered if you're not gathered. All right? it, it, it doesn't work. The order is incredibly important. All right? Um, and that's why if, you know, if this, you, might, you might care about this, you might not care about this, but a lot, whenever, um, whenever our evangelism committee here at, at Christ Press, one of the things that we value a lot when people come and seek support from us, for example, is one of the, one of the main things that we always ask is, uh, is there a church where you are going? Or are you intending to plant a church? Right, if you're a church planner, for example, okay, and and the reason is simply simply me is, is is all we're doing is we're trying to employ this principle of saying, if you are going to scatter people to do kingdom work, the church has to be present wherever that is, or it needs to be part of saying, whatever we do here, we want to make sure that there is an institution, there is a place where God's people gather before we send people out, all right? And so that, the, the principle, right, th th this is something that we use even in terms of how we think and talk about missions, all right, here at, here at CPC and maybe other places as well, all right? Now, so keep these two, th so, so think about, so th these words are really important, okay? Um, and when we think about the church, think about it as an institution. When you think about kingdom, think about it organic. All right, so next slide. Why is this important? All right, and the reason it's simply important is because we have a nasty tendency of flipping it. All right, we, we, we tend to think about the church as God's people as something organic. Okay, um, why, does, why does this church make us make such a big deal about this thing called church membership? Right, because we say, hey, I, I get together with other Christians. Isn't that the church? Um, or, or, uh, or we think about it in terms of community, but why, why, why all these formal things that we do, okay? And the reason is because we like to think about church as something that is organic. However, we have a tendency of then wanting to think, think of kingdom things as institutional, okay? So, right, so for example, right, when you start, when, you know, when, 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 when we start thinking about a lot of the cultural issues that's going on, all right? And whenever a church aligns itself with a political party, for example, all right? What we're doing is we are trying to institutionalize the things that, that the, the, how we engage the cultural issues that are around us, all right? We, all right? In, in, so in other words, what we, we want there, we want the structure to be there, but, we, but what does it mean for us to be the church is kind of like, well, you know, whatever, all right? And so what we've done is we've flipped the order, or we've, we've kind of flipped the, uh, we, we've, got, we've kind of flipped it. And, and so what, in, in order for us to make sure that we are, um, that there is, an, there is a clear identity about what does it mean to be part of the church and be part of God's kingdom, um, we put certain things in place um, for our good, all right? So that, we, so that we have an idea about how exactly we need to keep these two things together, all right? And, 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 the, and, and, the, and, and if you only emphasize one thing and not the other, then there are, there are we can become enamored, and, and we have, right? A lot of times we, people get really enamored, really fret, and really anxious about what's going out out in the world, 
And what happens, and what happens with that is, we sort of diminish, um, a lot of the things get lost as to what makes the church the church. And that's not good. On the flip side, on the flip side, if we somehow disconnect ourselves from what's going on out in the world, and we say, well, you know, the, the, we, we should only be concerned about spiritual things. All right, we, we should, we, 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 we are, then our idea of evangelism, seeking, uh, seeking the lost, um, cultural change, cultural engagement, seeing, seeing, uh, wanting to see God's kingdom come more and more in our world, that kind of gets diminished. So we need both, all right? We need both. And part of, the, and part of what we want to do is to have these two things in tension, where, we think of, where, where we're thinking about both our identity in terms of who we are as part of the church, but also um, how we are in part of God's kingdom, okay? We, we, need, we, need, we need both. And so part of our role here, right, and what everything, what we're, you know, what we're trying to learn together, okay? And I know y'all are here, so, you know. But I'm, I'm, you know, you're already kind of doing it. But, 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 you know, but, you know, spread the word. Um, but, but what you're saying, what you're saying is, you know, when you, when you meet another member, right, another member at CPC, one of the questions, we are, we are, you know, if, if they are a member of the church, right, one of the questions, we, you know, we're not only asking questions like, right, well, and this is a good question, right? We're asking, we're always asking about how people are plugging in into church. That's a good question. All right. In other words, I don't, you know, that I, you know, I joined the church and that that that's it. That right. That that's that's not good. Right. And you know that. Right. But 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 beyond that, beyond that is also what what is your um, what sort of kingdom work do you do? <laughs> right. What in what ways? Right. In what ways? Because what you're saying is I'm 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 not I'm I'm not only interested in in how you are plugging into this church. That's important. But, you know, you always, we always ask the question, what do you do, right? We always ask the question. We always, we always ask him about that question as, as part of vocational thing, right? We always ask that question. That's actually a kingdom question, right? In, in other words, we are taking an interest, um, and of course, this has to be a matter of conversation, but what we're really asking is, we're not asking about, you know, what Bible study you attend. That's good, right? What service you attend. That's good. Okay, um, are you in a small group? Which shepherding group are you in? I mean, you know, you know which, which neighborhood group are you in? All those are great questions. Okay, those are all great questions and has to do with in what way are you being part of God's people? That's a good question. But when you're asking questions about their family, when you're asking questions about their work, when you're asking, those are kingdom questions, right? And we want to be doing both, okay? If, if we want to start moving towards the cultural engagement part, we're not just asking that just to fill the silence, okay? It's, we're, we're asking that question because we're taking an interest both in other people's kingdom citizenship as much as we're taking an interest in other people's church membership. And it's a question for us to ask of ourselves too, right? Okay. All right, so let me move on here, all right? So, so that's the first one, and that has to do with our identity, all right? The second one, of course, has to do with our worldview. Now, um, we're not going to spend too much time on this, but I did want to say, all right, when we start talking about worldview, we're thinking about it in four chapters. So what you see on the, the first column are the four 
you write chapters, right? A story, a story has chapters. So when we, you write, we talk about creation, fall, redemption, consummation, okay? When we talk about these things, what we're saying is those things on the right are some of the implications of what does it mean to live out of the creational story? What does it mean to live out of the reality of the fall? What does it mean for us to live out of the reality of the redemption that is accomplished in Jesus? What does it mean that we are looking for, a, for our future? All right? Um, let me just give you a couple of, there's a lot of different examples, but let me give you the one that, that came to mind when I was thinking about this this week. So, right, so I, you know, I don't know whether you've been reading, but I've been reading a lot about, right, up to Tim Keller's passing, a lot about, you know, what he said or what other people have said about him and, and all that. But what struck me, right, in the, in the, in his, in the announcement of his death was, it's right, it, I think it was something like, you know, Tim Keller died da, 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 at, at, at age of 72, after, his, after a three-year battle of pancreatic cancer, and then it says, rejoicing in the hope of the resurrection. Right? Now, you as a Christian, you're like, yeah. Right? Do you think that would sound weird to somebody else who didn't buy into this story? Yeah. Right? It would be really weird. Right? I mean, and, and this was a public announcement, right? I think it was posted on Twitter or I don't know where it was. I mean, you know. It, it, it was posted for everybody to read. Now, for the people who are on board with the story, you're like, yeah, of course, right? That's what I'm looking forward to as well, all right? But how many times have you said or have you heard somebody say, well, you know, it's really more about their life. You know, I don't really want to think too much about their death, but, but, I, but I just want to remember how they lived, okay? Now, that might be okay to a point, but if you really dug down deep, that's a very secular thing to say, right? Because essentially you're saying the best thing that I can hope for them and for me is their life here, right? But what I was struck by what, you know, whenever the announcement was, was it's, that is not the end of Tim's story, right? It's not the end of our story, right? There is a future, right? And it is the future of the resurrection. Now, does that, if that changes the way that we think and talk, then we are recalibrating and realigning ourselves with the biblical worldview, with the biblical story. Okay? Does that make sense? So what I'm saying is what we are trying to do is almost do a post, not a postmodern, that sounds kind of weird, but like, you know, but almost a, a study of a lot of the things in which, uh, how, and how we talk and how we act. Because what you are going to find, and what, I'm, what I found, right, is that there are these little things that we have absorbed in the way that people think and talk that really is not strictly aligned with the biblical world. Now, part of it is growing. It's, right, it's sanctification. It's learning and growing in those things. But it is fascinating. Right? It is fascinating when you hear, and hear, when you hear, when you hear people talk about it. Okay? Right? Just, just for fun, this will be the next slide. Like, I, I just put up a few things that I think are often characteristics of things that we have heard people say, um, but are probably all not in keeping with the biblical worldview. Right? One of my favorite, where people will say, well, I think it's wrong, but I can't say it's wrong for them. Heard that one before? Right? In, in other words, what you're saying is, that's, a, that's actually a very, what we would say, a very postmodern way of thinking. Right? You do you, I do me, right? It's, it's, that, it's, that, it's that way. There's really not, there's not really, there's nothing that's true, 
only what's true for me. Okay, so, right, so what is wrong, what is right. Uh, uh, if it's wrong, uh, it's clue, it's wrong for everybody, right? If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad, right? Because it has nothing to do with standards you have set for yourself. It has to do with God's law and how he has designed this universe to work, okay? Right, that, it, it's, it's those things, right? Uh, people aren't bad, they just do bad things. Uh, no, you know why people do bad things? Because they're bad, right? So, um, okay, so it's, it's, it right, has to do, right, it has to do, right? We are not sinners because we sin. We sin because we are sinners, right? It it's, it's has to do with how you think about the fall, okay? It, it's all, it, it has to do with how you think about are we transgressors against God's law, right? Or are we simply uh, victims of, of a bad circumstance, right? And we would say people are transgressors of God's law and live with the effects of the fall, right? So uh, do people, uh, do, right? How has sin affected us? Have we done something wrong? How has something been wrong, do, do, done against me that's wrong? The answer is yes, right? Because we are not, right? Both of those things are true. So those are, these are just some of the things that we are trying to learn to be better or do better in the way that we think about world. There's a lot more that we can talk about this, right? My dream in the future, hopefully in the coming, well, would be actually to almost to, to, do a, to do a worldview study where we can take each of these other competing worldviews and actually kind of break it down because I think it will be a worthwhile exercise for us to do, right? So stay tuned. Uh, by the way, for those of you who turned in your adult education surveys, thank you. Uh, that is helpful for the adult education team, um, right? So, but if you have any, please, please feel free to email me. I can't promise we'll do everything, but I do want to know what y'all are thinking, all right? Just as a, as a commercial, all right? Okay. All right, so let's, let's wrap this up, all right? So the last piece, like the third, the third, the third tool that we were trying to develop is the third, the third tool of culture, should be the next slide, all right? So, and we, I, I, put this, I put this slide up last week to say, look, there are different ways of, of approaching this topic of culture. All are valid to some degree, okay? All have, they have, all have their strong points, um, but the, the thing that we are trying to avoid is picking the one that we feel is more, that, that, uh, that is most comfortable to us, and then insisting that's how everybody needs to do it. All right, remember I, what I said last week is to say that what we are trying to do is find, a, find the center where all these four things are approaching one another. In other words, all four are needed in any culture. Some may be needed more at a different time and a different place, okay? Um, and, and, that, and, and, and some is just simply the way that people approach it. For example, the church in China, okay? When the church in China goes through persecution, when someone gets thrown in jail, all right? And all they are doing is they are trying to meet for church. They are just being countercultural just by trying to meet for a church service on Sunday morning, okay? They are not, I wonder what's the best way to approach the culture? Right? They're not having that conversation, okay? It, it's, 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 a, it's a given based on their particular context, okay? So what we are, right, where we are is to say there are, some, there, there are some things that are probably more fitting for our particular time and place, but it doesn't mean that that is the way that everybody needs to be doing it 
all the time, everywhere. Um, there are there are there, there are points there are uh, that, that that we pick. Now you would say, well, 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 then how do I, what do I do, right? Which one do I pick? Okay. I think the I think the, the, the easiest way to answer that question is to say, what what do you think God has gifted you to do? Right? In what what in what 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 are the ways that God has already gifted you to do in the places that you already occupy? All right? In other words, you're not going and you're seeking. Now, that might be God, you know, God might be stirring somebody to go to 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 do to do missions. All right, to be a missionary, and that's wonderful. Talk to the evangelism committee. We'd love to talk to you, right? Um, but for others of you, your lot of you is like, you know, I think God has me here, right? Where I am, whether it's within the sphere of my family, whether, whether it's a particular place I work, whether it's on campus at Ole Miss, whether it's in City Hall, wherever, right? Where, where, it doesn't matter. You're asking the question, God has put me here. What are the gifts that God has given me? And who has he given me? Right? Who are the people around me? Right? And that, let that be the starting point for whatever approach uh, that, 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 that you want to employ. In other words, don't start with the approach and go and try to find the people. Right? Start already with where you already are. Where, who are the people God has already given you? What are the gifts that he's already put in you? Okay? Where is the place of influence that he has already placed you? Once you have that, then think about the approach, right? So, right, we're not trying to find the approach and then try to find the other place, all right? Okay, so, um, and then this should, be the, this should be the last slide, all right, this, uh, is, is, is this, all right? So as a way to wrap all of these up, all right? Remember, our approach, right, our approach begins in some ways by, ask, by addressing the culture here, all right? What's going on in us, in me, um, as a starting point for thinking about all this, right? It's all, right, right, where, because if we do the comparative thing, um, and we're always wondering what's all, the, what, what, what's all the bad stuff going out there, that will take over, okay? And it will make us incredibly cynical or, 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 or depressed, okay? But, right, in, if, if we begin with our own hearts, with our own souls, right, what's going on in, inside of us, and saying, what is the, where, culturally speaking, where am I? Okay, and, and, we, and we realize, when we look at ourselves, we say, I'm not the way it's supposed to be, right? And let that be the starting point for, for saying, in what ways can I address the culture of my own heart? Right? And I think, and I think once we start doing that, we will be engaging culture. <laughs> right? Because whatever is going on inside of you is going to come out. All right? And that will be an incredible witness, not just to people in your church, but in the places that you already are, that, that you already are. Okay? All right. I don't know how much time I have, but let me let me let we got a couple minute minutes, I think. I don't know. Do I have a couple minutes? Um, any closing comments before we end our, our foundation series?
Yeah, yeah, and 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 yeah. What, what you say, Rod? Just jog my memory. So, so when I talk about gifts and talking about like circumstances, I'm not even. I, you know, a lot of times we always think about our strengths, right? We think about like what are the best thing, what are the things I'm best at, okay? Um, I think the cross shaped life, the cross shaped life is going to draw a lot from your weaknesses, right? It's gonna it's gonna start with the things that are not the way it's supposed to be, all right? Um, I can testify to that, all right, when, when I started losing my eyesight, all right? A lot of ways, a lot of my ministry has come out of that, all right? But at that time, when, when, when it first started declining, I thought, it was the, I, I thought it was the death blow, right? That it would bring things to a halt, okay? It's actually happened the other way around, okay? So I, I think when I, so when I'm talking about gifts, I'm not even thinking about like all the wonderful things. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the, the things that you, that you probably hate or don't like in your life right now, okay? That God has brought in and, you, and you're asking the question, not how, how do I, in what ways is God sanctifying me? It's a good question. But in what ways is God fitting me to engage the culture, <laughs> right? That, I think, and, and I think that's what you're saying, right? Because that's Christian worldview right there, right? Because what you're saying is nothing is outside of God's sovereign hand. Nothing, right? That's, that's your Christian worldview, your, your theology working for you, right? And, and I think that is what we, I think we're also trying to get at. So, so, don't, so when I say gifts, I'm not even talking about like gift, right? Wonderful. It's even they're like, ah, gift, right? It's even that. Okay, it's even that. All right, I think we're out of time. Let me, yeah, let, me, let me close, but thank you all for your time. Let me pray. Father, we thank you again, Lord, for um, your, um, your word. Thank you again, Lord, for the wisdom that you've given us uh, in the scriptures and even through others who have uh, looked at this. Uh, Father, we want to be wiser. Uh, we want to be um, a lot more faithful. Uh, Father, And we know that, that is a growing thing. Thank you again, Lord, for the way that you are working um, through this body uh, and through each and every person here even this morning. Lord, we ask that you would, um, that you would uh, e equip us, uh, Lord, that, you would, that, our, that our church membership would not be only something that we share with one another, but that we would be the church scattered. Uh, Father, I, Lord, I pray for each and every person in this room today. Lord, I, wherever, you have, wherever you have us, Lord, whoever you have given us, and whatever gifts and circumstances that you have brought us into, Lord, uh, Lord, all of it we offer to you. Uh, Father, we ask that you would uh, make us, um, make us uh, more faithful. Uh, Lord, only by your grace, Lord, we can ask. And so we look to you ultimately for, for this and everything. Uh, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.